Hey, welcome back to Mommyhood Redeemed. I am here with Vanessa. Hi. And it's been quite a while since we've chatted with you all. And we pray that your end of school year and start to summer has been wonderful so far. And we are finally settled in our house and our neighborhood. um, And we're excited to finally start up with you guys again. Um, But our adjustment wasn't quite as big as yours, Vanessa. How is it going on the East Coast? Yes, it has been a whirlwind of (laughs) the last um, month and a half or so, but we are finally moved and feeling somewhat settled um, and just enjoying our new home and city and church and Mm -hmm. life. Um, The kiddos are loving it. So um, it actually has been a good and smooth adjustment so far. So we're really thankful. But today we wanted to talk about something Uh, a little bit more lighthearted, but still something that I think is encouraging to us as mothers and hopefully to you guys as well. And it's just about making the most of your summer with your kids. I think that summer for most moms is something that they kind of dread because they have their kids home with them 24-7 for weeks and weeks on end. And it sends you into a bit of an emotional frenzy, like what (laughs) on earth am I going to do with of these kids with all the time in the world. Uh, a lot of moms send their kids to camps and VBS and swim lessons, but chances are that your kids are probably with you a lot more than they usually are. And even if not, um, just the weather and the fact that it's summer seems to make for a lot of crazy, chaotic moments <laughs> and days. It's so true. It's so true. And But what does the Lord want us to do with all this extra? precious time we have with our kids. Have you ever thought about the fact that Lord, we only have 18 summers with each of our children. That might seem like a lot while you're holding that newborn babe or dealing with tantrums. But when you really think about it for a moment, it really isn't all that much time in the grand scheme, in the grand scheme of life and time. And in Ephesians six, Paul reminds us to make the best use of our time. But the question is, are we doing that? Or are we often just getting through the days, just trying to survive and even maybe wishing away some of these moments with our precious kiddos? And you guys, if I'm honest, I have found myself at times, even yesterday, actually, we had a very rough day and I felt like this and it was awful, but selfishly wishing to have more time alone, doing my own thing, even just wanting to use the extra time I have in the summer to get my to-do list accomplished and things I need to do around the house and all that, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, depending on what your heart motivation is. Um, Or maybe you're wishing your kids were older or maybe even younger and they still napped or that they just leave you alone for 10 (laughs) minutes so you could do whatever it is you need to do. But as of late, I've really been convicted of this very thing that the Lord would have us invest in these hearts in unique and intentional ways during these summer months when time with them is at a maximum. Even with those that we homeschool, summer is different because a lot of the time we have with them is just not as structured. School doesn't need to be completed. Sports are not in season. Bible studies often take a break. And we really just have a lot of downtime with our kids. No plans, no agenda, just time. So the question begs, what do we do with all that time? Yeah. And for me, not having that agenda and schedule and routine is really hard for my schedule oriented personality. 
Um, I love having my agenda and oftentimes I even, I think, create for myself these new things that I need to do during the summer just to have some sort of schedule Mm -hmm. just to keep myself busy. But I just like Lauren have been really thinking a lot about how I should be using the summertime I have with my kids, especially since my oldest is six now. And that might not seem that, that old, but I'm like, wow, he's that's, this is like a third of his summers like are going to be gone. Mm -hmm. So as I mentioned earlier, um, we just moved to North Carolina and this summer is unique in that we do have a lot to do because we're still setting up our house and we're preparing for the upcoming um, school year. We homeschool and we're being part of something new here. Um, And there's just a lot to explore in our new town as we're trying to get familiar with it. So it's been kind of easy for me to get distracted with my time this summer um, and not necessarily be using it as wisely as I could be. But the other day I was reading and I just came across a quote from John MacArthur that said, to be a mother is by no means second class. Men may have the authority in the home, but the women have the influence. The mother, more than the father, is the one who molds and shapes the little lives from day one. And I was just like, wow, that is so powerful and so true because the influence Mm -hmm. in their lives that we have as moms really is like nobody else. And even during Mm -hmm. these formative years, I think it's even more powerful when they're home with us during the summer 24-7 and they actually want to be with us. So how are we making an impact in their lives? Are we setting an example worth imitating and modeling? You know, are we speaking with grace and kindness so that our kids see Jesus in our parenting? Um, Are we pouring our lives out for the glory of God by really investing in their souls in real and tangible ways? Um, Lauren and I just brainstorming some ideas for young mamas, just like us, to maximize that influence with our kids this summer have come up with just a few things that we're hoping encourage you and challenge you and that we're challenging ourselves with because we are nowhere near um, doing (laughs) what we want to be doing, but we're hopeful and prayerful that the Lord will continue just to work in our lives and yours as well. So the first thing Mm -hmm. is just investing in Bible instruction. And 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 says that all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. That means that every single word of God in the word is valuable, and it's worth teaching to our children. I think sometimes we think, well, this is too you know lofty for them to understand, or like, mm-hmm. I can't read this to them because... I don't even understand it. But the question is, are we taking God at his word for what that says and really doing that? Are we starting our days with some sort of scripture reading or devotional or even just a prayer with our kids? Are we taking time throughout the day to talk to them about different passages in scripture or different stories in the Bible or just simply relating a life situation to the gospel message? You know, when you take a walk saying, look at like, look at God's creation, how amazing that he made these things. Um, Are we speaking truth to them? when we are trying to help them fight their sin or to encourage them in their pursuit of him. I think with older kids, you know, it's going to might look different or it is going to look different obviously than uh, with the younger ones, but you can go through passages of scripture. You can go through devotionals, books, um, something, couple things that I'm trying to implement this summer with my kids. My two older ones were just started this this last week as I was thinking about this. I'm um, just going through the book of Ephesians with them very, very slow. 
and just kind Mm -hmm. of looking at each verse and really talking to them about what it means. And um, there are some ideas in there that are kind of lofty, but then we get to look it up. Okay, what does that word mean? And how do I try to help them understand as a five and six-year-old what that means? It's been helpful for me too. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm just trusting that God's word doesn't return void and that his you know, his word is so valuable for them and for me too. And then with the little ones, um, a couple days a week, we're reading in the morning, just a little fun devotional um, that gives really practical ways that uh, all my kids can really benefit from loving one another and just being more mm-hmm. focused on the Lord and in their interactions that day. And then along the same line, just memorizing scripture, we just had VBS and my kids, our kids are so able to memorize scripture. They're like sponges. They memorized a Bible verse a day for VBS, um, motivation mm-hmm. from getting rewarded, I suppose, I guess, but we can do it. <laughs> like I'm, I was in their group. And so I memorized all the verses too. And it's easy. Just put, you know, put songs to it, put dance movements to it, do whatever it is, but make it a priority really to hide God's word in your heart and in their heart, because it is so useful in your everyday life when something comes up and God just, the spirit draws that verse up in your mind and in your heart and you're able to fight sin because of that. Mm-hmm. And then another thing, um, this is something new that uh, I got, I was encouraged by some other mamas from some older mothers is to really invest in character building and just basic life skills. Our goal as our kids is to to grow them and teach them and have to send them out into the world and to make sure that they can live um, and to be good examples of Christ in this world. And I think that a lot of character and manners and things like that has really gotten lost in today's society. Although I've only been here in the South for a couple weeks, but there's definitely more manners (laughs) I've noticed here. Like, (laughs) oh no, I need to get on that with my kids. But It takes time. And I know for me, at least a lot of times I'm like, I don't want to take the time to teach my daughter how to cook or how to clean the dishes or whatever it is, because it's then I'm gonna have to redo it. And it's just like, it's more work (laughs) for me, but it is so important and it's going to benefit both them and us in the long run. So something that I'm doing with my kids, my two older ones during nap time, because they don't nap is every I'm going to give them every two weeks, just a couple times a week, we're going to learn a new chore. So we were learning how to scrub the tile in the bathroom this week. And they actually (laughs) thought it was fun because they had their little, you know, little brush and whatever, and they're in there scrubbing the tile, Mm -hmm. but something where, you know, okay, after a couple weeks, hopefully they master that. And then that's something that I can say, Hey, you know what? You can go and do that. Or my daughter is learning how to help set the table and to clear the table. So things that eventually she'll be able to do by herself and to be a part of the family. And it's really just teaching them, I think, to love and serve others um, in their family. And also, eventually, it'll allow them to be good witnesses, not only of Christ in our homes, but also outside. Oh, I love that. That's such a practical way to help our kids even grow up and become adults in something that is so important. So next, another thing is to invest in intentional conversations. And I love this one. This really helps with the bond I think we have with our kids. And you have the time, so let's use it. Get down to their hearts. Ask the hard questions. Listen to their questions and draw them out. Whether it's about something you see as important or not, they do. If they see it as important, it is important. And seeing you take an interest in their lives and minds is so impactful. So 
stop, take the time to listen, to ask good questions, and to really invest in their minds and hearts. And another thing that I also love is invest in serving others. And this can be so fun during the summer. Uh, Maybe you find a way to bless the neighbors in your community. Go serve at a soup kitchen or homeless shelter. Go on a short-term mission trip. Support uh, missionaries. Serve at church and VBS or some other ministry or whatever it may look like for your family. But find a way to bless those that are your neighbors. Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. And we need to model this to our children by how we live. My oldest um, has had lots of interest in helping and serving the homeless. He always is very concerned when we see somebody um, that's homeless and he always wishes he had something with him to give them. And so we actually were able to find through our church an organization that lets us, you know, serve and make the lunches and set up a table with them to pass them out and actually have meaningful conversations with the homeless community in Denver. It's not just passing things out. We actually will sit and talk to one of the homeless and be able to um, just evangelize and share with them why, why we're loving on them. And, um, and it has been so greatly impacted our family to learn to be more like Jesus in that practical way. I love that. That is so great. And I've loved watching him do that. And lastly, (laughs) just have fun with your kids. I think people sometimes Mm -hmm. overwhelm themselves. I see all these moms on Instagram with their bucket list and all these things that they're like going to do with their kids this summer. And that's great and not a bad thing. But whatever you choose to do, even if it's nothing crazy, even if it's just, you know, doing art projects at home or playing in the backyard with water balloons or making lemonade one day and having a little lemonade stand, just make memories with your kids, ones Mm -hmm. that are going to last. And I guarantee you, I even look back in my life on some of my greatest memories, they weren't the big extravagant things. They were small things that I just remember because my parents were there and they were fully present with me. And your kids, they just want you. They want you to play games with them. They want mommy to run down the slip and slide with them. My kids were, (laughs) we were having a water balloon flight the other day and I didn't want to get wet. And then they got the super soakers and soaked me. And I was like, you know what? That's all they want. They just want mommy to have play with them. They want you to sell lemonade with them on the corner or, you know, your daughters want you just to paint your nails. They want to paint your nails (laughs) or your fingers. Um, (laughs) But we really just have to be intentional intentional about investing in relationships with our kids, Um, not just speaking into their lives, the gospel truths and instructions, but really loving on them in real and tangible ways just like we did with our husbands when we met them and we were falling in love with them, we would take an interest and maybe pretended to in what they liked (laughs) because we loved them and we wanted Mm -hmm. to like what they liked and we wanted to be with them. And so Mm -hmm. we have to do the same with our kids. We take an interest in what they like, not because necessarily, you know, we like getting soaked with water balloons or plane trains or whatever it is, but because we love our kids and those relationships Mm -hmm. that we build with them are really going to affect the amount of influence that we end up having in their lives for the things that really matter. Oh, that's so true. And here we totally love summer and we're so excited to see how the Lord is going to use these practical ideas in our lives this summer and hope that they encourage you moms to make the most of your summer with your littles as well for his glory. It's never too late to redeem the time and to make the most of it. So start today. 
Thanks so much for listening today. We look forward to continuing on this journey with you all as we seek to redeem mommyhood every day for God's glory through the power of the gospel.